Blog Talk Radio.
You don't want to know what I said to you. Don't smash up the ride. You smashed up the ride. Where is it? On the driveway? Come on, come on, show me. Oh, you just... Oh, no. Oh, no. Didn't. You didn't smash up the ride, did you, baby? No, 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 it's all right, it's all right, it's all right. Don't cry, don't cry. Come here, come here, it's all right, it's all right. I'll get you another one. Yeah, yes, I will, yes, I will, yes, I will. What kind you want? That's a little expensive now. Come on. All right, anything you want, baby. Nothing, baby, nothing could compare to your lovely face. Do you know what I'm saying to you this evening? I'm trying to say that I feel so I 
Hotel Grand Rising and Better Love. You are listening to the Truth to Power show. I'm Beverly, and this is Friday, and we have Thomas Tugmo Smith with us tonight. How are you doing, Thomas? Hey, Beth. How you doing tonight? Great, great, great. Yes, yeah, I can yeah. hear you. Um, and so, um, where uh-huh. are we going tonight? I was about to say- I didn't. I didn't know that was the live version I sent you. I'm sorry about that. But no, no, was, no, no. You sent me the uh-huh. other version, but it wouldn't download. The other version wouldn't download. Oh, okay. So this the only one that yeah. downloaded. Oh, okay. It was man. I was just thinking, man. I don't see what Roman <laughs> Soren Prince, man. He was a little sweet looking to me, man. Michael too. Oh, well, yeah. Michael too. Yeah, both of them were sweet. They both had sugar. And, and I was looking at an interview the other night with Eddie Murphy. And Eddie too. Eddie had he yeah. got a leg fold like Billy Porter or something out here, man. I'm like, what's <laughs> his leg fold? Very weird. Peace, man. Well, you How know you where they at? They in Hollywood. <laughs> That's where they. You know that entertainment, uh-huh. that whole business. Yeah. And, and Eddie was saying some, he was saying some oh, yeah. revealing stuff like, uh, you know, I, yeah, we used to go to such and such house every Wednesday and watch movies, and we used to do this. And I said, oh, so see, Eddie was in all the parties, you know, yeah. every party party, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah, you yeah. know, that's where all that stuff be going down. And so Eddie kind yeah. of untouchable, man. Eddie was letting them know, man, I remember I was in the parties. You better not mess with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. How are you? How so was you, um, your week, Beth? Uh-huh. It's good. It's good. Okay. Again, Anything going on? I haven't. Re- again, uh-huh. and I and I'm gonna be ready next Friday because I'm gonna look around and see what's going on because uh, I haven't even looked and seen what's happening here. But I'm I'm gonna start. I'm gonna do it next week. Yeah, I haven't really watched the news too much this week. I just been reading it. Um, but what were you mm-hmm. gonna say, Doug? I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, I forgot. No. Oh, okay. No. You can get right into it because there's a lot going on in the tech world okay. and also all around the world that they ain't putting on the TV. Um, Uganda, little Africa. Mm-hmm. It spends over 1.4 million SIM cards not linked to users' biometrics. So just think of this. Remember biometrics, Bev, is when they, um, like, um, when you got to look into the phone and it opens it or when you got to put your thumb there. Anytime you use your body to access something, that they're using your biometrics. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. um, in, all the way in Uganda. 
so let me read his the, the title is Uganda suspends over 1.4 million SIM cards not linked to user biometrics. An ongoing process which started November 12th to deactivate SIM cards not biometrically registered in Uganda has seen over 1.4 million lines affected as the company as the country's communication commission has vowed to clean a clean sweep. Okay, now SIM cards is the little card that's in your phone. I don't know if you ever got a, you know, um, a, 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 a jailbroken phone. Um, but yeah, I was, the, back in the day we we used to could take them out. I don't think you can take them out now, right? Oh yeah, yeah, you still take them out. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, if you okay. get if you get a um, AT and T phone, yeah, you take it out, right? So because oh, okay. that's how my phones come. But um, cause okay. I got cricket, which is you know AT and T. But okay, yeah, little SIM card. But they could deactivate that little card, and when that little card now one day my card, uh, uh, it was damaged. You know, from from one phone to the next to the next to the next, you keep the same SIM card. Once I put the SIM card in, I all my stuff pops up. Ooh. So um, you know, I guess I had a little cut in the sim, you know, like it, it wasn't working in the new phone I just got and it took me a couple of days, but it didn't work, you know, this, mm-hmm. you know, I was pissed off, but um, yeah, that's how important it is, so um, per report by New Vision, the move is in line with the Interception of Communications Act, which requires that all SIM cards be linked to their owner's national identification number. The, nat- the legislation mandates telecom services providers to collect and keep personal identity business information for all their SIM card subscribers. So all that to say is rolling out in Africa. You're starting to see the surveillance capitalism, the the social this is how this is how it works in China. You get the, that everything gets set to that phone. You know what I'm saying? There's no way to get around, that's your phone, you know? And then it's starting in Africa. So um check that article out. It was um, Uganda suspends over 1.4 million SIM cards not linked to user biometrics. Um, rice. I don't know. I don't like rice too much, man. I don't eat a lot of rice. But um, mm-hmm. it is a 15-year high as global food supply crisis, much worse than 2008. I, I think I reported this a few months ago, how I saw a line full of Indian people buying up all the rice. And I was like, mm. why again? Why the line is around the corner? It's a particular type of rice they like, and they said it's mm-hmm. a shortage. It only grows in India, and it's a shortage in India, so they bought it all up back then. So mm. now the shortage is hitting worldwide. So all this to say, if you get rice, you know, um, um, you know, please um stack up on it. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it probably won't be there in a few months because Asian wow. culture is very rice centric. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think American culture is more corn centric. You know what I'm saying? But um they're rice but um rice prices are on the verge of hitting a fifteen year high as the damage effects of El Nino weather phenomenon. Of course Asia has damaged farmland leading to dwindling supplies. Uh, every time you hear them say El Nino just think Monsanto. Hey, now if you mm. remember, Monsanto went to India 
and got a whole bunch of the farmers to start farming those killer seeds, those seeds, and a bunch of the, the once you put those seeds in the ground, it kills the ground, the soil. The only thing you could grow yeah. in that soil is more of the same seed. So then they have a monopoly because you only can buy their seed, and every year you got to buy a new group of their seed because the, the, whatever they grow, it doesn't have seeds that you can reuse like every other, you know, plant in the world. Mm-hmm. It, you know, that mm-hmm. killer mm-hmm. GMO stuff. So, um, wow. yeah. Um, so just keep that in mind, people. Well, if you see rice start going up in price, and you see it start disappearing from stores, you know why. Um, and I'm, so is that why I just, I bought some rice the other day, and I think I paid $11 for it. Is that a lot for rice? I don't, I don't eat rice. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I you, eat it if my wife it. cooks it, but it's yeah, not my preference. I, I don't eat I don't eat white rice. It wasn't white rice. It was some other, you know, some other kind of organic kind of rice. But still, yeah. eleven dollars for some rice. That's kind of high. That's crazy, me. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything in the supermarket has been going up, man. I was shocked, like, you know. <laughs> um, okay, this one here is called the threat to humanity. Who? WHO, the World Health Organization, Gates and Big Pharma make pandemic treaties. Okay, threats to humanity, WHO, Gates and Big Pharma make pandemic treaties. Um, Intended to form a part of international law preparations for the creation of a World Health Organization pandemic treaty or pandemic accord began in 2001. Far from the um, far from strengthening the prevention of preparedness for in response to future pandemics, as the latest draft of text claims, its implementation could severely undermine democracy by linking the possible national parliaments to make crucial healthcare decisions that is best for their citizens. Okay, so once you sign this treaty, which of course the United States did. Uh, they make all the health decisions now for the United States, not the United States. Uh, people we voted for doesn't make – if the WHO steps in and says, no, y'all got to do this, they got to do that. It's, it's, no, it's no further um, giving the politicians any, you know, say-so, which we put them there for, right? Um, so we got one world government then. Yeah, that's what this is all leading to. And I had a book when I was young. It was called Illuminati, uh, the Seven Day Theory. Um, but either way, it, it was saying like the UN that was the purpose. Like that's the first form of world government. Once they get you into that, now everything else is going to become one world, one world. And that's the purpose of the Illuminati is to have a one world government. Um, but um, get this one. It's a lot of deep stuff in this one. You see some of the rights that they have taken away from us, from our politicians from having, uh, people that we pay our taxes to. Um, Bill Gates and them have signed a treaty, and now our government is going along with this. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. Yeah, this, um, either way, man, it's, it's like, what are we, you can, and if you try to say something about it, they'll probably take you off of social media or something, right? Um, this one here is entitled, is your money safe? 
Is your money safe? Within a year, millions may lose their savings due to AI threat, warm cybercrime expert. Um, <clears throat> is your money safe? Within a year, millions will lose their savings due to AI threat, warm cybercrime expert. Artificial intelligence is advancing at a lightning speed, and these advancements are not good, only to reshape our uh, very reality. They could leave many losing all of their savings, according to cybercrime expert Mark Manish, who also works as a lawyer helping victims reclaim their lost savings after they fall victim to uh, on the web. You know, uh, he warned in the interview with German Die Well newspaper, the authorities will be powerless to stop the oncoming, the new oncoming crime wave, which see criminals use AI tools and fleece potential millions from their money, uh, from out of their money. Um, now, I, I want, I read this because it's leading into um, this Q star. Um, this AI that they came out with that is very, very powerful. Um, and you're starting to see more crimes being committed every day using the already chat DPT or whatever. People getting calls from family members with them mimicking their family member's voice, asking for money. Please send me this amount, put it in my cash app. And you think it's your cousin or your nephew or your, your 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 loved one, you know, things like that is happening more and more frequently. And um it's getting harder and harder to tell the difference when you're talking, you know. Um mm-hmm. now, I don't know if you noticed Dev that Elon Musk had to go over to Israel. You know, last mm-hmm. so read last week how he um said something on Twitter and um uh, he agreed. He agreed with someone who said that the Jews are overtaking the white man, and um, they all called him an anti-Semitic. And he lost all of these um, sponsors or advertisers for Twitter, which he, you know, they call X now. So he had mm-hmm. to go over to Israel, you know, kiss the wall. Um, you know how they do. They 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 gave him the nigger treatment. You know, he had to go over there, put on the little hat, you know, kiss the wall, be on his best behavior, you know. So, um, Elon Musk, now, this is the world's richest man. <laughs> you see the power they got there? Yeah, the they had Big Trump go over there and kiss the wall, and he was the president. Yeah, Trump went over there and made Jerusalem the new, you know, um, capital and all that stuff, but. He, did. he wasn't forced to go over there. That was kind of what presidents do, oh, you know. Okay. Okay. All okay. presidents this, go okay. over there, and they all go to England and, you know, kiss up to right. the, you know, and then they go to the Pope over there, and they all make their trip. Uh, Obama okay. did it. You know, Bush did it. Clinton mm-hmm. did it. They all they all do it. But um, mm-hmm. this one was because this was a punishment. This was like if you mm-hmm. want to get back in our good graces, come over here. So mm-hmm. um, once again, it's titled Elon Musk Israel Trip. What was the purpose? What did he tell Netanyahu? 
Um, Musk's visit to Israel, which came amidst the truce between Hamas and Israel. Did you notice that, Bev? They had a truce this week where they was giving some of the um, hostages back. I heard about the giving the hostages back, but I ain't really just paid attention to what they were talking about. No, no, they it was supposed to last for four days, and then they say, you know, we want to extend it because, of course, Hamas wasn't dumb enough to get them everybody back. So it was like, you know, mm-hmm. give you a little bit back to show you that, you know, we're good. We're good with our promise. Mm-hmm. And then tomorrow mm-hmm. we'll give you a little bit more. And then the day after, mm-hmm. then, you know, but Israel back to bombing them today. You know, Israel only wasted no time. They back to bombing them again. Yep, they started mm-hmm. again today. So there they go. There they Did go. they get all the hostages? No, no, they, they, it's still 170-something hostages over there. They, you know, they said, listen, man, we ain't going to lose our opportunity. Because that's what the U.S. is trying to get them to do, is stop bombing and, um, you know, negotiate. They're trying to stop all this um, killing because it's killing Biden. Biden is looking like he's supporting all of this. And a lot mm-hmm. of people are pissed off. Uh, a lot of people are pissed off. I saw a, a, a video in Chicago, and this was um, a sister, and some brothers was behind her wearing feathers, you know, the Moorish mm-hmm. feathers. And um, she, was, she was talking about how, you know, they wasn't going for the Democrats. They they not voting for them. So um, this is Chicago. You know, this is the Democrats. Yeah. And this is. And this is mm-hmm. women now. You know, I think the men was already like, man, this, you know, but now the women is starting to catch on. Like, nah, this ain't right, man. You're sending all this money over there, but <laughs> you ain't got no money for us here. You know, it's not right. So uh, back to the story. Bro. And I, I, and oh, I back, heard, back. Uh, uh, I heard uh, the woman, too, it was that they were, talking about the immigrants, and she told the Republicans that, hey, we're we not satisfied with the Democrats, and uh, this is your chance to come in. So uh, hopefully the Republicans, somebody was listening. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, yeah, Republicans ain't going to fall for that, though. You know, they can't. The second they go help the black people, they're going to lose all their white people. So that's not going to happen. Right. You know, it's gonna, they're going to switch, 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 swap again. <laughs> Most of the Republicans is in line with the Democrats anyway. Looks that way. Most of them, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the two two wings are the same bird, you know what I'm saying? But um, yeah. the two arms are the same body. The Democrats was the Republicans back in the day, and the you know the the Republicans is the ones who freed the slaves, and we were all Republican. We the yeah. Ku Klux Klan was the Democrats. You know they exactly. would stop black people from voting Republican, so they created the Ku Klux Klan and the Red Shirts, um, a whole bunch of different other white organizations back then. That was all to stop us from voting, and then. Mm-hmm. Um, when um Lyndon B. Johnson, who was a Klansman, when he signed the bill to give black people civil rights, 
it was over. We we switched so fast. That was what nineteen sixty. 64 around yeah, yeah, yeah. So ever since then, we've been voting Democrat like it's a religion. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. um, and then I try to tell people, you know, we used to vote Republican. You know, we didn't. They argued. It's like okay, you know. But um, either way, Musk's visit to Israel, which came amidst the truce between Hamas and Israel, follows a backlash against a post on X. Many have labeled as anti-Semitic, triggering a wave of advertisement withdrawals from a platform by corporate giants such as Apple, IBM, potentially costing X millions of dollars. Did you hear, um, I guess you didn't see that. You say you didn't see it. So he came back and they asked him about his, um, about him losing the advertisers. And he told them to go fuck themselves. He said, what do you think about the advertisers you lost? He said, they could go fuck themselves. He kept on with the interview. So that's, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you, yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, so he's over there. They got him kissing the wall. You know, they, they, they made him um, they made him have to give the satellite internet to that area. He was keeping them from using the satellite internet because uh, mm-hmm. Israel was going to use that for their weapon system. So he cut mm-hmm. it off over, um, you know, that the satellites he got in the sky, the sky, Starlink, got those right. satellites everywhere. So they, they're they using it in the Ukraine. That's what they're using to fight Russia because Russia knocked out mm-hmm. all their traditional systems of communication. So they got to use that satellite system. Nothing they could do to that. Um, it's too too high up. There's, you know, no weapons going to reach there, but... If you um he when they they wanted them to use it in Gaza, not for the Gazan people to use it, for Israel to use it to send in their weapon system because once they knocked out the electricity, it's nothing there. You know, Israel ain't got no electricity either. You know, so um he refused because he said you just gonna use this to kill people, but they made him have to do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that was um. Now, there's another article. It's time to boycott Elon's boycotters. Okay? Time to boycott Elon's boycotters. Um, now, the, this is a call for people to boycott the companies that's boycotting him because he's just telling the truth. You know, and anytime somebody talks about these people, they get punished. You know, they want people to boycott Disney, Comcast, Warner Brothers, Discovery, Apple. Sony, Liongate, and Paramount, um, IBM, and Paris Hilton, who's also denounced him. What's she got to do with this? Is the Hilton <laughs> Jewish? I don't know. They, they might be. be. I don't know. Uh, she, she, she acts very un-Jewish <laughs> as a um, <laughs> young woman, right? Yeah. I ain't never seen them get away with that. Um, but, um... <laughs> Yeah, and this article here is where you can hear to get them, get them telling them when they ask them about Disney and um, other people leaving his company. He said, "Go fuck yourself." This is the article. Mm-hmm. Um, time to boycott Elon's boycotters. Um, a lot of people are happy about this one, but it seems to be over for Mr. Diddy. See that he's got to step down from a few things, lose a lot of money. 
Um, so he already that? paid that girl off. Mr. Diddy, man, Mr. Um, Mr. Oh, Daddy. Oh, P. Diddy. Okay, okay. P. Diddy, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this article yeah. on Diddy Harlem Prep School Partnership ends amidst sexual assault allegations. So he had his own charter school, man. He's come meet with the kids and take pictures and, I mean, kept him looking real good in the media. He lost that deal now, you know. He, she put up the money mm-hmm. for the charter school, but they, the boy voted him out. So he's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, Diddy, this this title, Sean Diddy Combs accused of sexual assault in three lawsuits, steps down as Revolt chairman. So that's his um, television channel, Revolt. You know, his big media mm-hmm. conglomerate mm-hmm. where they got drink champs and the breakfast club and all that stuff that yeah, they mm-hmm. they kicked him off of that board. The board well took him down as the chairman. And um there's another company he done lost. And, you know what I'm saying? Um and of course, you know, you you got you gotta love fifty six if you gonna throw it in. You know, and I'll give you a few dollars for it now. <laughs> fifty office to pay um to buy revolt. He said for the love hours after Diddy stepped down as chairman. So now you got 50 cent clowning them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. makes you kind of feel feel bad for Mr. Diddy, but I don't. Um, then you get Diddy's former head of security claims he stopped the mule, the mule from mogul, sorry, from abusing Cassie and other women. So now you got his head of security back in the 90s. Lady, tell it all. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's not just Diddy, though. See, they always focus on the brother. But this article here, the music industry, hashtag Me Too Wave, is just getting started. It says, last week, as a as the window for New York's Adult Survivors Act, ASA, was nearing a close, it brought forward one of the widest sets of allegations to hit the industry in years as renounced artists and executives included Axel Rose, P. Diddy, L.A. Reed, and Jimmy Irene, all face lawsuits and detailed allegations of sexual abuse. So what New York did, this is what they did. Um, Leticia James, the one who's going after Trump, she um, said, okay, last year, she gave everybody a date. To this date this year, one year, anyone who's ever had any sexual thing happen to you, you got one year to file it, and we'll pursue it here in New York. No matter if it was 100 years ago, 50 years ago, 30 years ago, they gave everybody one year, okay? Um, now, when they first passed this law federally, you notice Mr. Simmons just skipped out of town, right? You ain't catching him with none of this. He can come back now. Now he can come back because it's over. Mm-hmm. He can come back. No one can sue him for what he did to them now, 20, 30 years ago. But they made it so one year you could file civil suits against people. In New York, the floodgates opened. And the last the last day was last week. That's why you saw all this stuff come out with Diddy. But, you know, how who's to say it's not true? You know what I'm saying? 
So um, I think it's over for Mr. Diddy. And um, this stems from the messing with those people with that liquor. Suing them for... Right. Um, suing them, thinking he's an equal, yo. How y'all going to treat me like this? You know, I I, I I made this bread. Oh, really? Okay. So, you know, they, y'all racist. Y'all, y'all didn't treat me right. What? Okay. She's going to fix you. Remember this whole thing, the whole thing with um, Kanye started because of Diddy. Mm-hmm. It all started because Kanye accused Diddy. Who, what, those people sent you for me? Remember, that? that's what started it all. Them people sent you, them Jews sent Diddy to come try to check me. I told Diddy he couldn't check. That's what started it all, man. When Kanye got oh, killed, really? you know. Okay. I don't know, it was all because Diddy was, he said something in, about the Jews on mm-hmm. drink champs. It wasn't bad. It was, mm-hmm. it was when he doubled and tripled down going at Diddy, like trying to show Diddy, man, they don't scare me. You know what I'm saying? Fuck the Jews. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. that's what got him in trouble. Um, oh, okay. Eat less meat. The UN net zero plan for agriculture at COP28. Um, so they want us to eat less meat. There's a huge lawsuit. This is a whole nother. I just read this earlier. Um, huge lawsuit. The beef industry is suing. Um, they're suing the World Economic Forum and these um, big corporations because they're trying to get them to reduce beef. Right? It mm-hmm. says here, um, eat less meat. The UN Net Zero Plan for Agriculture. Crickets, mealworms, and cockroaches are more sustainable than cattle pigs, and sheep. The UN claims that one-third of all global greenhouse emissions comes from agriculture, mostly livestock, with most of that coming from cattle. In December 2000, December 2023, the UN Food and Agriculture Organization, FOA, FAO, rather, um, will officially present the first agriculture roadmap to net zero by 2050. Of course, this means shifting diet to reduce global production of livestock-based proteins. So they want us to stop eating meat, start eating these bugs, you know. And mm-hmm. if you look in a lot of the food now, especially the health food, like if you go to GNC, they got all those protein bars and little brownies and stuff that got like a million calories, you know, if you're working out or whatever. Those, if you look at the ingredients, they all say cricket powder. That's cricket Mm. flour. Cricket Mm. flour, rather. That's flour made from crickets. They grind them down Mm. into like a fine powder, and that's how they, um, that's what they're giving people to eat, man. They want you to eat these bugs, and these are more healthy Mm. than full of protein, they don't have any of the um, the illnesses that animals have, you know, they're, they're more natural bugs, you know, they'll come from, you know, a pig, or, you know, the modern cow isn't normal, mm-hmm. you know, that's a creation of men mixing cows together, or 
bulls and steers and they got to this modern cow. Um, you know, the modern pig, you know, that's not normal. That's a creation. So all these different animals, they're saying, hey, these are creations, but these bugs are natural. So eat these. They're better for you. And that's what they're going well, for. Don't, don't mosquitoes and flies and all them carry uh, different diseases? Yeah, I didn't say any flies, but those mosquitoes and flies are all <laughs> considered I mean. flies. Those, those aren't considered but bugs. bugs. Bugs crawl. No, oh, they, those, oh, are, those bugs are, is the ones that crawl, huh? Those not the flies. Yeah, they, they, they are bugs. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're, all, they're all part of the insect species. But those okay. bugs crawl and, you know what I'm saying, um, flies fly. They have another word oh, okay. for it, but it's... You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I get yeah. what you're saying, though. But those carry diseases that, and things like this. Mm-hmm. Is that why that I'm noticing that uh, there's more bugs in my oatmeal and my um, grits and stuff? I see a lot of them spots and stuff, a lot of bugs in them more now than I used to. Oh, really? Well, maybe. maybe. Yeah, they, they pay attention to your oatmeal and, and your grits when you get ready to cook them. Yeah, that's true. I could see one falling. They forgot to grind. It fell through the hole. <laughs> right. You, your, your, you know what I'm saying? Um, but, um, yeah, be on the lookout for that. And they're saying here now, I swear, when I was in school, and this was years ago, but things don't change this drastically. When mm-hmm. I was in school, Livestock accounted for 4% of the global gas or greenhouse, you know, that they said, you know, the ozone layer back then. But this um, greenhouse emission, this um, carbon emission, back then, livestock only accounted for 4%. And this chart, they're saying that it accounts for 31%. You know what I'm saying? More than oil production, more than the supply chain, and more than land use, which is building stuff. They're saying that. So how does it go that high in just a matter of it can't, it couldn't have. You know, like the the population of the world didn't grow that drastically. So a, a lot of this stuff, I don't know. I got to take it with a grain of salt. Beth, do you remember... Um, we did well. We did the whole thing on ESG. Do you remember that? Uh, well, probably when if you talk about it, I can remember some of the things you we might have said about it. Well, for for first, what is ESG? Environmental social governance. Okay, okay, dealing with environment. Okay. Um, well, if you recall, we spoke about BlackRock and how they're going to use this thing called ESG on corporations that don't comply with them. And um, without the ESG rating, you can't get, you can't sell stocks or pension funds. And people Mm -hmm. are going to say, oh, I don't want to buy that stock from this company. 
because this company isn't ESG compliant, you know. Um, but just to give you a brief, a brief, um, um, you know, run through of what it is, what we uh, we did a show on this too. It's ESG, okay. environmental, social governance, is a set of aspects considered when investing in companies that recommends taking environmental issues, social issues, and corporate governance issues into account. Okay. Um, when they talk about environmental factors, it's to consider of the organ of the organization's overall impact on the environment, potential risk and opportunities it face because of environmental issues such as climate change, a measure to protect natural resources. Example, the environmental factors that can be ESG criteria include the following and um they got a few of them here. Um Energy consumption of inefficiency, reduce your carbon footprint, have waste management at your company, air and water pollution, smart systems, biodiversity loss, deforestation, natural resource depletion, and of course they want you to um, donate to organizations that are trying to fix the environment, so to speak, right? So that's um, the E part, environmental. And you got social. Social factors address how the company treats different groups of people, employees, suppliers, customers, community members, and more. The criteria used includes these examples. Fair pay for employees, including a living wage, diversity, equity, and inclusion programs, employee experience and engagement, workplace health and safety, data protection and privacy policies, fair treatment for customers and suppliers, customer satisfaction levels, community relations, including the organizations connected to and the impact on local communities in which it operates, funding of projects, institutions to help the poor, and underserved communities, support for human rights and labor standards. And um, they want these companies to engage in these things, these social things. Once you do that, you know, that can offset some of your environmental problems. You you get what I'm saying? So if Mm -hmm. I'm I'm Exxon, which I'm killing the environment, but I can invest in all these different social programs that offset some of my environmental failures, and I can still get an ESG rating. ESG, environmental, social, and lastly, governance. Governance factors examine how a company's policy polices itself, focuses on internal, internal control practices to maintain compliance and regulation Regulations, industry best practices, and corporate policies. uh, Examples, companies' leadership and management, board composition includes its diversity and structure, executive compensation policies, financial transparency, and business integrity, regulatory compliance, ethical business practices, rules on corruption, bribery, conflict of interest, etc., 
and whistleblower programs. Um, <clears throat> really what they want to do is they want to have boards with a tranny, a black person. Hopefully they could get that in one. They could get a black person who's a tranny. That's perfect. They can kill two birds with one stone, right? They need they need someone from the black community, LGBT community, Latino community, handicapped community. Uh, have something on the board, people on the board that are in, inclusive. You get what I'm saying? That are, um, um, or, or you can't get the grants. You can't get the the, the stuff that ESD will get you. So, um, right. Right. So what happened is a lot of people started pushing back on this. Um, it started coming out. People started figuring out, wait a minute. You tell us that a company has to be environmentally friendly. And I think we went through this on the show when we did it. Um, so you could have Popeye's and Chick-fil-A. Popeye's allows their employees to come to work, put them on the uniform, and work. If you are a male and you identify as a woman, you can put on a wig, makeup, da-da-da-da, and come in there and still put on your uniform and work. And we got to call you, um, instead of Thomas, we got to call you Thomasina, right? (laughs) Or Chick-fil-A, who's right-wing conservative, if you come to work as a their thing is a man comes to work and wears a man uniform, a female female uniform, we're not playing the game where you're gonna come as Thomasina. You're gonna come here and be Thomas or we don't want you working for us. Right? So they're even though they're a much bigger company, worth way more money, have way more restaurants, the ESG rating is so low people don't want to invest in them because they're not mm-hmm. complying to the norms. You know what I'm saying? And this also counts toward making people accept losing money. So if you were in, invested in Budweiser, right, and they had the little tranny come out and then everybody stopped drinking Bud Light, Mulaney, Mulvaney, you know what I'm talking about, Bev? Yeah, huh? The, yeah, um, the blood, blood, blood light. light. The blood, right, yeah. right. So they lost all this money because they put this transgender on mm-hmm. um, in these commercials, but they did that for their ESG rating. So they, they didn't really lose all that money because the, the banks are going to cover their losses because they're being ESG compliant. So forget about mm-hmm. it, man. Don't Don't worry about that. As long as you're doing the right thing, we're still going to treat you like, you know, you did the great thing. So that's what's going on. So that, all that to say, which leads us into this article, which I found, because everyone's against this, um, everyone's against this ESG. No one wants to really touch it right now. Everyone sees that this is part of the woke agenda. So companies are saying, man, that's your ESG. Now they come with this. Rothschilds want to merger between corporation governments and AI to save capitalism. Rothschilds want merger between corporations, governments, and AI to save capitalism. 
Now, mind you, I just told y'all what ESG was. This is ESG. It's not called ESG no more. They switched the name up. And this is how slick they are. If you're not familiar with this little-known organization called Council for Inclusive Capitalism, never heard of them before, Inclusive Capitalism. Council for Inclusive Capitalism is now going to be your ESG board. You see, um, give me a second, Bev. I'm sorry, I'm losing my voice. Let me just take a little drink here. Okay, okay. And the call-in number here is 323-642-1586. Push number one, and uh, we will be going to the phone lines in a little while. So, So if you have a question or a comment. All right. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry. I'm losing my voice. Um, Council for Inclusive Capitalism. Many people have never heard of it. The group was formed at the height of the COVID pandemic. As fear instilled by government officials and the media propagated the news feeds, the majority of the public was rather distracted. Yes, um, the... CIC, which is the Council for Inclusive um, Capitalism, is essentially everything that a conspiracy theorist has been warned about. Years packed into one Orwellian um, entity. The basic root foundation and function of the council is to centralize most of all major corporations, corporations with global influence, and join them with governments into a network of places of ideology over profit motive. Ideology over profit. Bring on the training. Don't worry about the profit, the money you lose. The ideology is all that matters, right? The CIC is a physical body representing the action arm of ESG concept. It is meant to create incentive and punishment for businesses world-based on their compliance with the values of globalism and woke socialism, as well as their submission to the climate agenda. World Economic Forum is the people behind the climate agenda. That's why they're the top people in the world. They're behind the climate agenda. Every time you hear the global warming, the um, the oceans are going to start the ice is going to melt, you know, that's them. You know, anytime you see them using weather machines, that's them. They need to create this. When you hear El Nino and all that, that's them. They created all of that. Through their rhetoric, through them having the world governments and the rich people of the world all into this forum where they all push this agenda with the ability to control everybody else using weather. And that's what they're using to control the world now. The idea is simple. Bring the majority of the corporations into line, far right, I mean, the far left political. Once this is done, this will force some companies to use their platforms and public exposure to indoctrinate the masses. The corporations have been ingrained in the DEI and ESG format, DEI, 
um, and then I did talked about this when we did the ESG show. That's diversity, inclusion, equity, I mean, diversity, equity, inclusion, diversity, equity, inclusion. Um, that's a that's like um the twin brother, the twin sister to ESG, right? Um, DEI, but that works within the company's board to make sure, like I was saying earlier, they get this diversity, diverse board. Um, bring people in from different cultures. So the, that's that's what's going to give them the incentive to bring in. Say, man, forget the gut. What the government says, I'm going to bring in some Venezuelans to work here because I want to be inclusive. You know, forget I'm not complying with the the standards of the state. I'm going to be inclusive. That's what's going to bring my shot my, my stockholders. You know what I'm saying? So that's a whole other. But um. Uh, these co- these corporations have been ingrained into the DEI and ESG format that many of them have willingly il- um, are willing to alienate the majority of their customers and lose vast profits. The last vestiges of free market economics are thus destroyed because the profit motive have been replaced with the political motive. Okay, so um, once again, if you if you're investing and you're not investing for profits on your money you're investing so you can control um with your use that investment to control the company and through controlling the company you can control how they think and what kind of propaganda they put out and that's exactly what happened if y'all remember with the um the vaccines totally illegal no legal ground to do it the president could not do this vaccine. He went to the OSHA. OSHA told him, no, nah, we can't do that. He went to the Environmental Protection Agency. They said, uh-uh, gets the rules. You know, Supreme Court said no. So what he did, he went to Larry Fink at BlackRock. And he said, you tell all the companies that you own stock in that if they don't make their employees take the vaccine, they can't come back to work, right? He did that. You know, so all the companies that Larry Fink owns stocking, you know, which is BlackRock, and BlackRock is, owns stocking, 90% of the companies say, hey, we'll put investment in your company if you don't force your employees to take the shot. Now, what company is willing to lose an investor like BlackRock, who probably owns 5 to 10% of their stock? If they put it on sale, then their stock value is going to plummet. So they're not going to risk it. They're going to do whatever black, and that's the power in this thing here. The group is headed by and Lady they, Lynn Davis. Aren't they the pension funds? Aren't they the pension funds, the black rock? Is it, is the they world? own pieces of all that, and they, they, they manage mm-hmm. the pension funds. So what they say is, hey, okay. if, uh, if you were if you retired as a firefighter, and you're in the firefighter pension fund. The pension fund, and it sounds good if you're if you go to the meeting, man. We're only investing your money in these ESG, environmental, social governance. These very diverse companies that does things that's great for the environment, that's out for social justice. These are the only companies that we're going to invest your money in. Okay, so you're thinking, yeah, yeah, invest my money in those companies because those co- companies meet my values, right? They're not telling you mm-hmm. that those companies are only there because they created they 
they're complying with what they want them to do. If the second they don't comply, they're going to get rid of them. And then an example is Tesla, who is from an environmental standpoint for what they consider to be um, cars, which are the, the nasty gas guzzling that put all the black smoke in the air. And here this guy creates cars that don't put out any emission um, in the driving process, even though mm-hmm. in the process to get the minerals and whatever, I get that. But in the process of you going from point A to point B, there's no smoke coming out the back of it. It's totally compliant from an environmental standpoint. They've been telling us for years, the cars is the problem, right? And then uh, they then he buys Twitter and says, you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm gonna get rid of these bots because I'm not with these bots. And they say, hey, they know those bots help us. So you can't get rid of the bots. And he gets rid of the bots, so they take his ESG rating away from Tesla. You see how you yeah. take it away from the company that's doing the most environmentally friendly stuff by your example. So you know that that's just the power that they use in this. And it's all been downhill for Elon ever since that, right? Um, the group headed by Lady Linda Rothschild is of the notorious Rothschild dynasty has expanded to include an army of corporate partners, government partners, UN partners, and even the Vatican. A key component of the globalist agenda is that is mentioned frequently is artificial intelligence. Along with its supposed to be supposed ability to open everything in our society and econ- economy forever, so um, this is the big difference that, that I see in this thing. It's very AI heavy, and um, it's funny that the Rothschilds. I ain't never heard the Rothschild talk about AI before until they come out with this Q star, which we're about to get into. So um, AI, much like climate climate change, is quickly becoming yet another fabricated excuse for global centralization. The CIC, along with institutions like the World Economic Forum, the United Nations, have been asserting their past for the past few years um, that someone needs to step in and moderate AI so that no single government abuses its apparent unlimited power. In other words, problem, reaction, solution. And, of course, that's what they do best, right? Globalists create the problem out of thin air. They suggest it's a much greater, um, they suggest it is a much greater boom or threat to humanity than it actually is. They offer their services as a fair and benevolent arbitrator of technology and offsets, right? So, um, what they're saying is this whole push toward AI is no big deal. This is really the, the the people making it a big deal is the government because they need to be here, right? Because what do you need the government for if the computer does everything, right? What do I need to go vote for you for, right? You're pointless now. So it's a problem that they're creating. You understand? Uh, I'm not sure right. I agree with this writer. I think that it's going to be a problem. You can't tell me that you, they, they, that this isn't going to be a problem. Um, they can get in to decide which companies thrive or die. They get in to decide the social values in the next century. They get to dictate how the world's resources are utilized. 
who's allowed to access them. Because governments will ensure that they are protected from the rage of the people should um, should the public become wise to their hospital takeover. The most insulting part, anyone who criticizes or attacks the ideology and region will, our, uh, of our economic life will be accused of being a monster. After all, the CIC just wants to save humanity from itself, right? If you want to stop them, you must be some kind of selfish villain that values individual freedom over the common good of all, right? So this is, a, I thought, a pretty good article, um, but um, it's pretty much showing that this is nothing more than ESG, okay? They just added AI to it. It's ESGs. You, you, you do what we say or we're going to shut you out, you know? And um, this, this, once again, the title is Rothschild Wants to Merger. Rothschild wants merger between corporations, governments, and AI to save um, to save capitalism, right? So from um, corporations, governments, and AI, ESG is environmental social governance. This is the same thing. They just added AI to it. Um, did you look up anything on the QSAR, Bev? No, I did not get a chance to look that up. So just what is okay. the Q star? Mm-hmm. Well, before I even get there, I had this article here. I'm not going to read it. Y'all. I just want to put it out for the people. Okay. It's a black woman who wrote a book. A black mm-hmm. female. Her name is Joy Bulawini. I know I'm butchering her name. She's not. Uh, doesn't have an American. Mean, but uh, why AI should move slow and fix things is the title of the article. Joy Buyuami of, of Algorithmic Justice League fights for the X coded. That's what she calls the people that she's writing about. And the, the book has her face on it. It has um, a masking AI. My mission is to protect what is human in a world of machines. Um, yeah, so she's going through the present dangers of AI and how this is going to destroy what's human, you know, um, and this lady, um, she's in charge of something called the Algorithmic Justice League, and um, she brought attention to, uh, this is how I know of her, she did a whole bunch of um, things, including a TED Talk a few years ago, showing how the AI is very accurate um, facial recognition technology at identifying black people. And she showed how black women are the worst. It, and you could just imagine, I mean, some, it's some black women I see one day and they change up, they look bad. I can't even tell it's them the next day. I mean, oh, that is you. Hey, you know, like, you done got a new hair. You done just changed everything up on you. You know, but um, just the makeup. So it's like, um, so she was showing how the AI, the artificial intelligence, which of course is inside of the facial recognition cameras, uh, can identify black women. Pretty much hardly ever can, especially when they change one day to the next or, you know, things like that. So I thought it was very interesting. So you guys might want to get into this book if you want to learn. There's not a lot of black people that write about this type of stuff. 
Um, and um, this is especially black women who write about this type of stuff. So this is, I thought, interesting. I'm going to order her book. And um, I don't think she's going to be saying something, anything I don't know, but I just want to support the book. Um, let me get into this here. Um, if y'all recall last last week, we talked about what happened at OpenAI. OpenAI is the parent company to the GTPs, Chat GTP, um, GTP4, GTP3, 3.5, you know, so um, the biggest story of the year so far, bigger than any wars, was the fact that they dropped this chat GTP way back in February, and it changed everything as far as how we uh, access the Internet. In fact, um, I don't even access the search engine anymore. I go to, like, the, the site where I just type my question into the GTP. At least they, you know, it gives me a, a more concise answer. I don't, I don't want you to send me to where you want me to look. You know, give me the answer. You know what I'm saying? So, um, right. And like we, we already did shows that the danger is in what if they're giving you the wrong answer? What if they're giving you the propaganda instead of the answer? You know, and then you're stuck thinking that's the truth. So that's that's also the danger in that. But you know, that's the that's what you pay for technology. Um, but everyone who's been paying attention to the news and headlines, they unless you know they they might have missed the drama that went down last week. Um, and there wasn't another major breakthrough in AI technology at first. It just was, um, you know, Sam Altman, who is the CEO of OpenAI, the CEO, the person who invented the chat GPT, was abruptly fired from the company's board. Um, the news stunned everyone in the tech world, and um, chaos pursued. Um Man, uh, this led to all his employees to have a huge revolt. They got, I think they got like 480 employees, so 470 something. 420 uh, said they were going to resign because they fired him. So that's pretty much destroying your company. If you got that, that's the case. 420 your employees leave, and you only got 470. That's telling you that um, that's going to destroy your company. Um, so let me read here. He's um last earlier this year he started the global race for AI dominance. Um when Stan Altman suddenly got fired, then rumored to move over to Microsoft, then rumored within a matter of days to come back to open AI, everyone was left scratching their heads. What happened here? One of the reasons might be AGI, artificial general intelligence. The holy grail of all technologies. And, of course, um, AGI is, you know, what um, everyone is aiming toward right now. It's artificial general intelligence. Um, And just as a sidebar, I looked up the legal definition, not the regular definition, the legal definition for artificial general intelligence. And this is what it said here. An artificial intelligence system developed in a computer software, physical hardware, or other concept that solves tasks requiring human-like perception, cognition, planning, learning, communication, 
what? Physical action. An artificial system, uh, artificial intelligence system designed to think or act like a human being includes cognitive architects and neural networks. A set of techniques, including machine learning, that is designed to approximate and co- cognitive tasks. An artificial intelligence system designed to act rational, including an intelligent software agent or embodied robot that can achieve goals using perception, planning, reasoning, learning, communication, decision-making, and acting. So that was the legal legal definition of artificial general intelligence. And um, what I can say is this right here is, 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 is pretty big. Um, so let me keep going here. Um, so all men was in Las Vegas. I don't know if y'all saw this. It was a couple of weeks ago. They took all the whole strip of Las Vegas and turned it into a Formula One racetrack. You could go around the hotels and hundreds of thousands of people standing out in the streets cheering these cars mm-hmm. and they zoom past two, three hundred miles an hour. It was pretty big. Altman was there. And um when he got back to his hotel room, they told him to, you know, meet him at Google link. So he logs into Google and he's looking at everybody and he thinks he's gonna meet with one person and when he opens up the the little, um, I guess like a FaceTime little app, he sees everybody sitting there. So he's like, what's going on? And they say, yo, you're fired. Um, and that's what happened to the to dude, right? Mm-hmm. Um, um, they told him in a matter of minutes he was fired. They gave him a vague accusation of dishonesty. Then they hung up the phone immediately, locked him out the computer, and cut off communication to him. You know, this is, um, how could this happen to Altman? He was like the stellar king of the AI. And now all of a sudden, the company he founded, using the product he created, fires him and calls him deceptive and stuff. But it's more in the way that the the open AI is set up, right? And I'll explain. Um, The news hit the blog sites, and uh, of course, everyone went crazy. Everything went went haywire on the internet. This was the big story last week. Till Altman fired. Um, they said because he wasn't consistently candid in his communication with the board. They didn't elaborate any further, leaving everyone to wonder what really happened behind the scenes. Uh, was it a hostile takeover, a corporate coup? How could a board fire someone so influential? without any warning or notice. Part of the answer is OpenAI's unique corporate structure with some other theories as well. The news caused huge uproar in the AI community and beyond. Greg Brockman tweeted in his support for, say, his disappointment with the board, and many, um, many people joined him, including Microsoft CEO. Microsoft is OpenAI's partner, has invested $13 billion for a 49% stake of the comp of the company in its profit wing. And remember, I say that profit wing. Um, since they didn't have any seats at the board of Microsoft, they had um, on the board, Microsoft had to watch from the sidelines as Altman got fired. 
Meanwhile, news circulated that Microsoft had already extended Saul, Tim Altman, and Greg Brockman to join their ranks and establish a new AI research team. Sam Altman's supporters were ready to jump the ship at the same time they was plotting his return. In a surprising twist, interim CEO turned their back on the board and joined Sam Altman as well. With her help, Altman met with the board the next day to discuss his possible return. Okay, in response to the new CEO's appointment, 747 of the 770 employees sent a scathing letter to the board giving them an ultimatum to resign or we're going to go join Altman and Brockman at Microsoft. AI stood deserted. The AI headquarters stood deserted, totally empty. There's no one to sign, no clear sign resolution on the horizon, it seems. The board appointed Sam Altman CEO again to save the company. Sam's posted on X he was excited to return to OpenAI, continue his strong partnership with Microsoft. Rockman also came back into the fold, announced that he was returning back into the picture as well. Everyone was fired from the board except for one person. So the board fired him, and they brought him back in a couple of days. Now, when this happens, you got to ask why, and that's the big thing. And how? How did this happen and why? Um, <clears throat> so in this um, little saga, went around like a wheel. Um, he was gone, leaving. Uh, Microsoft is picking him up. At the same time, they're trying to pressure um, the board. And Microsoft owns 49% of the company, but they're not on the board because, remember, OpenAI wasn't a, a profit company. It's a nonprofit company. It's open source. That's why it's called open AI. That's why everyone could take it and alter it and make agents and do all these things with it because it's open, okay? Anyone can use it. The board claimed they had disagreements with Sam about how the company was run, and also Sam wasn't always truthful with them. It seems a little strange that a company who Sam's trying to get an $86 billion valuation from, this will be the large, the second largest IPO of all time. I mean, this is bigger than Facebook's IPO. This is huge. You know, this is um, I, I can't even think of anything close to it other than Alibaba. Like that, that's number one all time. That was like a hundred some billion dollar IPO. Um, but this is huge. Eighty-six billion dollars, fresh new company. That's how much your stock value is going to be worth. That's 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 amazing. Um, in a nutshell, AI Open AI was founded in 2015 as a nonprofit with the mission to create artificial intelligence that would be benefit humanity. Okay, and when you start companies, you always get a board and you have a mission. The board's job is to follow the mission of the company. Okay, it don't matter if you become the CEO or whatever, the board's job is to follow the mission. The mission is to create artificial intelligence that will benefit humanity. At its formation, it had a celebrity team of founders, which also included Elon Musk, who left the company in 2018. Since then, Altman took control, and Altman figured out this new way to make the AI, which is the GTP. The, um, 
all men's been in charge of the he created the for profit side of the company so that he could fund the the research he's doing in the um AI and that's where Microsoft bought in the thirteen billion. <clears throat> the way that um the way that it's set up, you, you step you've got to step aside the damages, right? Um when when you set the company up like this, your board is trying to keep humanity safe there. They have a mission to um put out this AI that's helping people and your CEO comes out with, Hey, I got this huge deal that's gonna make us billions of dollars that's gonna but the the board's gonna say, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's not what following the mission of the company. That could be hazardous to people. And you say, yo, but it's worth $13 billion. It's Microsoft. And they're saying, but we're a nonprofit company. You created that profit wing. But, you know, so this is the push and pull that they've been having at OpenAI since the last few years. Ever since they opened it up as a for-profit wing, started selling ChatGPTP to third parties like Microsoft and Corva and all these other businesses, right? Um, some people speculated that Sam Altman's project called WorldCoin was the reason the board fired him. Um, it's a crypto venture that uses eyeball scanning technology and is marketed as potential solution for AI-induced job losses. And it's also the key coin that's going to usher in universal basic income, right? But it's not that, right? It's, they thought that he had a chip company um, that was a venture that he went over to the sovereign wealth funds of the Middle East and kings and sheiks and whatever, and that, that wasn't it either. Um, these projects were the boards that were distractions. But once again, this had nothing to do with his job there. This was him trying to make money on his own. But that wasn't it, right? On November 6th, OpenAI hosted its first developer conference in San Francisco. Sam Altman made several announcements regarding customized versions of ChatGTP that's going to enable users to make task-specific chatbots. These custom GTPs might operate independently in the future, and the major red flag for the safety concerns of the board. These announcements were the last nail in the conference. Okay, the board had um, enough of Sam Altman. They said he's going too far. And the last possible reason AGI breakthrough, according to routers, is the court. Now, this is the, the big thing here, AGI. See, it wasn't all that other stuff. It wasn't no chips. They, 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 listen, he ain't making chips to compete with NVIDIA. If he can make chips to compete with NVIDIA, then why isn't Intel? Why isn't Texas Instruments? Why isn't Sony and Samsung? Why isn't um, TM, TCM, um, whatever, the Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturer? They can't make them. Only NVIDIA can make those chips, right? It's, it's not going to happen. So um, they come to find out that there's an unofficial official statement about a project that Sam Altman was working on called Q, Q Asterisk or Q Star. Okay, and this is where it gets a little in a gray area. Um, some experts believe this project could be the highly anticipated 
excuse me, artificial general intelligence, which is capable of outperforming humans at any economically viable task. Just over a week ago, Altman hinted at a significant breakthrough during a summit in San Francisco, which he is leading to a new discovery. Microsoft has said Altman are the biggest winners in all this because Altman will continue to lead the company. Microsoft will continue to get the latest versions of GTP to add to their Bing. And, um, and, and Microsoft now, doesn't they don't have the people on the board that's going to give pushback to Altman, whatever he's trying to create. So this is really great for them. Um, but this is um, the lead to the AI revolution. Now, I'm going to explain to y'all what QSTAR does that's much differently than ChatGTP does now. And um, you got any questions, Bev? Uh-uh. No, I'm listening. Okay. Um, hold on. Yeah, we're going to... Get into this, but I was I called in a brother Eddie show the other day. I mm-hmm. wanted to know what was the number for Q Star. It turned out mm-hmm. to be like the same number for Jesus, you know, and the same number mm. for God. It was like, you know, that's mm. number five, you know. So it's very, very interesting, right? Um, and then he got into the trivium quadrivium, right? And you know, um, and I had the article on this. Where did it go? I had it wrote down what I was going to say, but either way, he got into the trivium quadrivium, and it made a lot of sense, you know what I'm saying? Because um, mm-hmm. it's it's really, um, it now has all seven of the liberal arts. That's really what you gave it, right? What they gave it um, as far as okay. the new version of GTP called QSTAR. Um, in a dynamic world of artificial intelligence, and this is from Medium, here's what QSTAR is and why everyone seems intrigued by it. In a dynamic world of artificial intelligence, a new development by OpenAI called Project QSTAR or QSTAR is just creating waves of intrigue and speculation. This project could represent the pivotal step toward achieving artificial general intelligence or a form of AI that has human-like reason, reasoning and problem-solving capabilities. What makes QSTAR unique? The crux of QSTAR's potential lies in the mathematical ability to solve mathematical problems, a task created by AI. Okay, a task generally AI would have a problem doing. When you go to school and you learn math, right, you go and you get... You start with that little chart, right? One plus one equals two. One plus two equals three. And, you know, and then you get your times table ones. And then when they were, when you got a little bit more advanced, and like probably the, I forget what grade they first gave it to us. <clears throat> they gave us problem solving. So we had to read the problem. John had two, two ants in his jar. Susan had five ants in her jaw. How many ants did they have when you put them together? You know? So now you're using a a reasoning, right? Mm-hmm. When you're when you're doing that, right? That's 
human level intelligence there. So now you add that to this true star, you're giving it reasoning. Um, <clears throat> the movie I Robot. You ever see that movie, Bev? Yeah, I saw that. Will Smith hated the robots, right, in the movie. Mm-hmm. Even though he had, like, a robotic arm, his grandmother wanted a robot so bad, he hated the robots. you remember why he hated them? I thought it was because, you know, they had put that arm on him. Why did he hate them? He had a car accident. Mm-hmm. His car went into oh, the water. Oh, his wife died. His wife died. No, it was right. it was a little it was a little girl in the oh, other the car. Oh, the little girl. Okay. And the okay. robot and went it to took her. took him. Mm-hmm. And saw that he was a had a higher probability of saving him mm-hmm. over her. Didn't put mm-hmm. the humanity part into it, right? He didn't say, "Oh, this is a little girl and this is an older man," because mm-hmm. his reasoning is mathematical. The equation is. Who do I have a higher probability of saving? Oh, he's he's easier to save, right? So he saves him. And he's telling the thing, no, go save her. And that little girl died. And he hated the robot. So you're giving it that now. That's the best way. Are I they giving it to humans? So they're, they're giving, giving it to, to, to be able to. Wow. They're giving it the ability. Like right now, put Q start here. You put the kid in the car, and I'm in the car, and even though I'm older, I'm easier to get out the car, it's going to choose me. It's not human. You see what I'm saying? But it's using math. Mm-hmm. That's a mathematical. Mm-hmm. That's probability. It's mm-hmm. a, I got a higher probability of saving him than her, so I'm going to save him first. Maybe I can get mm-hmm. back to her. Maybe I can't, but I know I can save him, and I'm going to do the sure thing, <clears throat> which is not how humans think, right? We think, I'm going to save the little girl because that's a little girl. You know what I'm saying? We, we're not going to save the adult, you know, because we think emotionally, right? The logic is save the person who's the easiest to save, and that's what they've added to the AI, it has the logic now, the logic that it missed. So it now can reason, has the ability to reason. Why did you save the, this grown man over this little girl? Because it was easier for me to save him. Reason. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he's still so. So we getting to the point now where the movie was was that. So he still don't have the the part that he can never, read never to get the little girl. No, that's not reasoning. That's emotion. I mean, you that is human. Yeah, he don't. Okay. It's no emotional attachment as a as a as a robot, right? A robot never saw mm-hmm. himself as a little kid. He doesn't have that connection. He's dealing strictly mm-hmm. with logic with probability, Mm -hmm. with the um, reasoning of a computer. Like, this is a strictly no emotional, no emotion at Mm -hmm. all involved in its decision-making process. You know what I'm saying? It's um, somebody crossing the street, 
you're going to hit this person or that person. You're going to hit one person. The car is driving itself. There's no way it can avoid the accident. <clears throat> one person's a little kid. The other person's a, a full-grown adult. It's saying, okay, if I hit that little kid, that little kid's going to die, right? If, if, um, if it's no chance of him surviving, right? So I'm mm-hmm. going to hit the adult because if I hit him, he's going to – let's put it this way. If I hit the adult, the little kid dies anyway, right? Either way it goes. So I'm going to just take the, the, the adult out. At least I can save him. If I hit the little kid, they mm-hmm. both die. Right. If I hit the little kid, they both die. If I hit the adult, the, the, the adult might live, but the kid dies. So I'm going to mm-hmm. hit the adult. A human is going to hit, you know, they're going to try to avoid it. You know, they're going to try to jump the sidewalk. There's no probability of that in the robot. That's not part of the dynamic. You're not coming up with that third option. <clears throat> You're not mm-hmm. trying to avoid that. You're going to choose one or the other. And um, that's where we're at because that's logic. That's math. You understand? Um, to demystify the AI, the new QSTAR project, the world buzzes with the anticipation over the breakthrough for the 2024 learning. Um, QSTAR, ever since they found out it's coming out, it's coming out in 2024. To reinvent the AI at the heart of AI's QSTAR buzz is Q-learning. That's what they call it, Q-learning which is a subset of reinforced learning. You can look this up and see how Q-learning looks. It looks like, you ever see that game in the newspaper called Sudoku? Mm-hmm. You put the number in the box, like a bunch of little boxes, and you got to put the numbers, and they're in rows, and, you know, it's called Sudoku or S-U-D. But either way, it looks like um, it looks like a grid of boxes. Right? It's called Q learning. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a, I, <clears throat> the approach enables the AI to learn decision making autonomously through a trial and error process akin to human learning. But unlike AI, open AI currently reinforces the learning through human feedback approach, Q learning operates independently devoid of any human interaction, okay? So you don't get that human interaction at all when you're in the, uh, with this Q-star, okay? Um, it's in contrast to the current AI models where the human is sort of teaching it and is learning from the human. This learns independently of its own. As it makes mistakes, it puts in one of those boxes the mistake, and it automatically gives itself a, a reward system with, built into it for making the right choice. And it has a punishment system built into it when it makes the wrong choice. And there goes that Q grade. Wrong choice goes here. Bad, good choice goes here. And as it's functioning, it doesn't forget anything. So it's, it's remembering all its bad choices remembering all his good choices <clears throat> and making the probability of the choice now. 
starting to plow, put the math into it. When you're saying math, it's not just talking one plus one. No, it's talking about the probability of every time I do this, this happens. Okay? Now, when I did that, that happened. So every time I do that, that happened. So now it's putting these things as highly probable. Highly probable this is going to happen when this happens. Highly probable that's going to happen when that happens. Just like a person thinks. If I, mm-hmm. if I touch that, my mother's going to smack my hand. I'm not going to touch it after a while. Right? Because there's a punishment system in place for me doing the wrong thing. Right? Don't touch that. I'm going to listen. Because every time she says that and I still touch it, I get my hand smacked. It's a punishment. So I, it's thinking, but it created its own punishment system within, embedded in the AI. Um, look up. <clears throat> it's called a Q table. It's a technique that utilizes um, a table cue, just like a, a word cue, uh, where the rows okay. represent the potential state, the column represents the action. Okay, Q tables is just a fancy name, simple way that we calculate the maximum expected future reward for an action at the each state. Okay, so this is, like I said, it's created, you know, award um, system when it comes up with the right answer. It's no longer looking for I tell it something and it's looking through all the answers that's already been created to give me the best answer off the internet. You know what I'm saying? If it's not there, it doesn't have an answer for it. Now it's actually going to reason to the point where it could come up with its own answer. It's making its own decision. It's saying, okay, this happened, um, something called Google AlphaGo. They taught it how to play this game, um, this game called Go. In this game, they played against all the best players in the world. How it is, the, the best players in the world were able to beat the computer easily, but it started learning from them, right? And then all of a sudden, one day it came up with a move that no, that wasn't in its database. You see, mm-hmm. it, no one taught it this move. It's learning from playing everybody else. So they made that move is because this other guy did it to him. Or, you know, it's learning from the other people. This move wasn't in its database. It did it on its own, and they shut it down. Okay. So it, 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 no one, it didn't learn from anyone. This mm-hmm. is something it did on its own, and that's where we're at now with this Q-Star. The mm-hmm. new GTP will operate without going through the Internet, coming up with the best answers from already existing answers. It's going to come up with its own answer, if that makes sense. It's going to work mm-hmm. off of a mathematic probability, <clears throat> similar to how the robot saved the, the grown man over the little kid. Probability. I'm losing my voice. I'm sorry. Well, go ahead. Well, I see. We Anybody, hear. Or, any callers? No. Yeah, we got some okay. callers. 
Okay, well, okay. so I'm getting ready to open the line, and if you got any questions or comments, call in. All right, uh, let's go to 708 837. 708, are you on mute? Greetings. Better love. Hello. I'm here. They must have told the Oh, I thought that was him. Okay. All right. And um, we can't hear you. Hello? Say that again. Your phone is messing up. Yeah, we can't hear you. Hello. Can you hear me now? No, you sound like you're, you're out of space. Come back to me, man. Uh, okay, man. Don't worry about it, bro. So when you get out, just say, just say what you gotta say, bro. And um, four seven zero, you had your hand raised. Do you still have something to say? I see your your hand not raised anymore. Okay, go ahead. Uh, and let me get a number out again. Uh, three two three. Six four two one five eight six push one. Uh, if you have a question or comment, all right, Tug. Yeah, that, so that's pretty much um, it in a nutshell. Bev it has now the mm-hmm. ability to reason um, using mathematics. Once you add the mathematics to it, the um, See when you your um arithmetic, geometry, um, astronomy, and I forget the other one on music. That's your quadrivium, right? Mm-hmm. It's already mastered music. It, it's already mastered astronomy. It could pull up any chart, put the dates in there, give you what where your moon was, or it does all that, right? Uh, it already mastered um, music to the point where they could take uh, Michael Jackson's voice and put it over another song, slow it down, speed it up where it needs to be so it in rhythm without you doing anything. It does all that now. It does all that. But now you're giving it um, mathematics, not in the sense of one plus one mathematics, in the sense of reasoning, which is part of the Trivium, reasoning, rhetoric, and um, I forget the other one. But reasoning, by the ability to reason now, now it's to think for itself. Now it's making decisions on its own because it has now you added reasoning to the um, thing, and that's a mathematical. Without reasoning, you can't solve a math problem. You can solve a one plus one, but you can't solve a uh, a word problem. Susie and John both had three kids. One of them was left behind. How many kids are left? You know, you're not going to figure that out unless you can reason. And um, that that's pretty much it, Jeff. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, this is interesting. So we we uh, the cue you say that it's 
it's not out yet or it's coming out in uh twenty four? Well the the cue is what the board found was scary. He's working on this project. Remember his he's working on it from the profit arm of his company. It's a non profit arm mm-hmm. that runs the board. He created a profit arm that's gonna fund his AI research. That's Microsoft. Mm-hmm. They gave him the money. Now he's working for them, creating a new version of GPT. And this version, he's added the mathematical aspect to it, which is now giving it the ability to implement signs of artificial general intelligence, thinking on its own, reasoning on its own, right, without you guiding it, without using an answer that's already been preset inside of it. And now the board is saying, hey, this is dangerous. You should have told us about this. And he's saying, hey, I can't tell Microsoft no. They gave us $13 billion. And that's the conflict, you know. So they fired him because they say this is dangerous. But he can't tell Microsoft, you can't put out the new version, you know. So he's going forward with it. And they they fire him. And then everyone say, hey, you got to bring him back because He's the only person that can control it, really, because he created it. Wow. So this is iRobot. This is exactly what iRobot was. The Q star. Mm-hmm. Well, the Q star, yep. This is the, the start mm-hmm. of the intelligence that's inside of an iRobot. You know, first you have mm-hmm. to have the brain. We don't got the physical right. body to it yet. But the brain of the how that robot would think is here. That's the is the first sign of it. Have you heard? And of that? they could. Uh, yeah, when uh, he was going to the hospital, when I talked heard from him the other day, so I got to check how he's doing. Oh, okay. Because I had texted him the last couple of days, and I didn't get anything. Back home, so I oh, um, I wonder they might have kept him. I gotta check and see because when I talked to him, he was going uh, to the hospital. Yeah. So I gotta check. Okay. On I was telling him, so sorry. That's the best place for you, man. They got sometimes you gotta do to... what you gotta do. Yeah. 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 Sometimes you gotta take it to the <laughs> shop. Man. Yeah. Yeah. And get the oil change. You know. Mm-hmm. But, um, mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry, well, we, I, I, That's okay. I, I don't want to put a strain on your your throat either. I see that is you starting to lose yeah, your. I think I'm coming your, down. Um, yeah, yeah. Get so get that that hot tea and stuff in you. Uh, and yeah. I, I I like to use elderberry cough syrup, the elder, because it soothes your your throat. I usually get it at the health food store. Elderberry. Uh, wait a minute. We got a uh, another hand raised here. Hold on. Seven seven three three nine six. Hotel Bev, uh, can you can you guys hear me? Okay. Yes. Yes, we can. Yeah, okay. Peace, peace to you. Uh, uh, I, okay. I'm not gonna hold you because you you sound like you know you know you really need to do some rest. <laughs> but just email. Just just. Uh, say your email, then I'm going to mute my line. Oh, sure. Okay, email. TJS. TJS. 
81277 at gmail.com. 81277 at gmail.com. TJS. Okay, thank you very much. Yes, thank you so much for taking my call, and you get yourself the rest. Thank you. Thanks a lot. All right, thanks Thanks a lot, Thank you. Thank you more. Thank you so much more. Thank you. Okay. All righty. And so, Tuck, we're going to let you go, and we're going to let you work on your throat, and we look forward to uh, next Friday for some more uh, okay. information. And we're going to uh, – now we understand what Q-Star is, so uh, it's not going to be uh, strange to us. So we're going to keep our – see what's going on with that. And we thank you for uh, bringing the information to us. Well, thank you, Beth. Love the family. Okay. Peace. Peace, better love. And uh, thanks, family. Better love for listening. Um, we'll be back hopefully um, with the, uh, Monday. Uh, we got a guest coming on Monday. Okay, better love. I'm a I'ma care for you, you, you. Favorite kind of night.